Arizona Science is supported by Research Corporation for Science Advancement. For Arizona Public Media, I'm Tim Swindle, Director of the University of Arizona Space Institute, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today is Mike Warby, the head of the Department of Ecology and Evolutionary Biology at the University of Arizona and one of the speakers in this year's College of Science Lecture Series. Welcome, Mike. Thanks, Tim. Great to be back. Mike, you'll be talking about the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic. We've talked on this program before about some of the ways the virus spread early in the pandemic, but how far back are you looking? I am looking as far back as you can go. And I actually kind of started further out than the actual origin with the question of how the virus first got to North America, developed some tools that were necessary, some scientific methods that were necessary to answer those questions, and then started applying those to the big question, which is how did the whole thing really start? What are some of the suggestions for how the virus originated? There are two main suggestions that have been proposed. One is that like virtually every other outbreak uh, in human history, what happens is viruses spill over from natural reservoirs in animals, uh, sometimes directly and sometimes from one animal to another animal that is in closer contact with humans and then from that animal onto humans. Others have proposed that this virus may have leaked from a lab in Wuhan that was studying these viruses. How can you scientifically test which one is right, if either? Yeah, it turns out you can do a whole lot. And what I'm going to talk about uh, during the uh, lecture is some of the techniques that we use using the genome sequences of these viruses. How can you tell whether it jumped from animals or from a mistake in the lab? Sure. And, uh, and again, the, the evidence turned out to be shockingly rich. And here, we kind of integrate evidence from a whole lot of different sources that you wouldn't necessarily think of in a scientific study. So one of the things I did is I spent months and months going through the records in Chinese media stories, notifications that public health officials put out in the early days in China to answer this fundamental question, which is, why were so many of the early cases uh, epidemiologically linked to this particular market? Part of the title of your talk has to do with myths and misconceptions. You know, I think one of the biggest misconceptions at the moment is that we don't have a clear answer of when, where, and how this came uh, about. And what I'll talk about in the lecture is what, I'll, what, what I call the consilience of evidence, where you can look at uh, the origin, the question of the origin from so many different angles, whether you're looking at gene sequences or the epidemiology of the early cases or the residential locations, which we have, of the 174 earliest known cases in Wuhan. We have nothing like this for any other pandemic. HIV, it's lost in the mists of time. We think it's somewhere in the early 20th century. Um, Spanish flu, again, we don't even know what continent it originated on. But with this virus, we have 
something similar to what people might have heard of back in 1854 when an epidemiologist named John Snow worked out how cholera was moving through water, not through other sources, and looked at the locations of where cholera cases in London were taking place, realized that they were all surrounding a particular public water pump, got public officials to take the handle off that pump, and away went the epidemic. And we have something very similar with this pandemic, uh, which I'll, uh, I'll show people uh, in, uh, in pictures and words. Thanks for talking with us, Mike. My pleasure. Thank you. This is Tim Swindle, and this has been Arizona Science. Our guest today has been Mike Warby, an expert on the genetics of viruses and next week's speaker in the University of Arizona College of Science lecture series. You can also listen to this and other Arizona Science segments by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org. Thank you to Research Corporation for Science Advancement for their support of Arizona Science.